Today's podcast is brought to you by Quip. Quip. Here's something to chew on. Many studies suggest that having good oral health actually impacts your overall health. And a lot of people don't brush their teeth like they should. Autumn, stop touching your teeth. Don't stick your fingers in your mouth. Nobody stick your fingers in anyone's mouth. Didn't realize that was a rule. Kip, you specifically, you can start brushing better today. My teeth are actually probably the one of the whitest in the office. But they look vampiric in nature, and they look Well, they're jagged. not going to change that, now are they? Why didn't your parents get you Couldn't braces? afford it. Well, allow me to introduce to you Quip, a company that's changing the way people are brushing their teeth. Quip is an electric toothbrush that packs premium vibration and timer features into an ultra-slim design. It's basically like Apple designed a toothbrush, but without the big price tag. You can even subscribe to receive new brush heads on a dentist-recommended three-month plan for only $5, which includes free shipping. So Quip's actually backed by leading dentists and uh, received one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2016. Wow. That's really cool. Better cool. than your invention, for sure. Not at all. Not even what was it? The rat scabbler. What does it do? Pick off rat scabs? No, he he, no. he misspoke. It was rat scab alert. Rat scab alert. If a rat has a scab. If you have a rat scab, this thing will notify you only at 12 p.m. every night until it's gone. Well, did you win the 2016 GQ Grooming Award? Because Quip did. 2017, actually. That hasn't even been named yet. Yet I know I'll win. Well, did you make it on Oprah's New Year's O-List? 2017 edition? No, Oprah's Pro Rat. She doesn't fall under this pure pressure of rat scabs. She likes them. Well, Quip is just 25 bucks. You can go to getquip.com slash pine if you want to receive your first free refill pack along with a Quip electric toothbrush. It supports the show, and I love brushing my teeth now. I didn't before, and I, I usually wouldn't, I guess, probably I'd say I brush once a day, which is not good. And now that I have an electric toothbrush, I'm uh, very happy because this will definitely inspire me to brush more. And I hope you guys are inspired to support the show by going to the link in the description. Thank you, Quip. So once again, that's your first refill pack for free, and you just have to go to getquip.com slash pine in order to get it. Let me spell that out for you, Kib. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pine. Repeat it back to me. G-E-T-Quip dot pine. No. <laughs> cool. Well, the link's in the description. Thank you, guys. And Thanks. thank you, Quip. <laughs> thank you, Quip. Nice. Guys, I need you to pet this thing here because it's honestly like I'm thinking of names, and the first one is... Squidward. 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 Did anyone feed SpongeBob today? Yes. No. Or fish? Oh, I did. That's right. I've been trying to starve her. She's getting a little thick mama. No, she's, no, she's terribly skinny. She's so healthy. If you look at her close up. Yeah, she is. We need to change her water, though. The healthiest fish I've never seen. She gets angry. Oh, yeah. She's literally one of the most like um, hostile home fish. And Mimi feeds the damn thing five a day. I'm pretty sure Mimi's whispering racist things into her ear, and that's what's really pissing it off. She's not hungry. She She's not hungry five for racist remarks. She's hungry for power. She is hungry for power. Fish is overfed. It can die easily, right? Uh, not really. It just gets fatter faster. My dogs ate salmon sushi the other day. That was okay. Mm. Only if it has a parasite in it will it affect the dog negatively. Which is very likely for dogs. Really? Yes. But it didn't have a parasite in it. How would you know? I ate it. I'd have a parasite, too. Yeah, but dogs are far more likely to develop an illness related to the salmon. Isn't anyone going to get sick if there's a no, parasite? No, dogs have a very weak immune system for, for salmon parasites. Not those dogs, let me tell you. What? They'll be all right, dude. Yeah, I've, I've been keeping them. watch. <laughs> they also ate, I got home, and they had eaten um, strawberry donuts that I had left out on uh, a table. <laughs> They're so spoiled. You left some out here, too, and I, I got at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I threw up like three times last night. Because I had, like, so many donuts. What strawberry donuts? I had four of those. Motherfuckers need to stop, as much as I love it, need to stop bringing donuts don't to the office. Don't ever stop. Please don't ever stop. Don't stop, stop bringing donuts no, to the office. No, don't stop. Well, first off, I never get... That's why I'm a little pissed about it, is because I never actually get any, because they're all gone. There was two there still from yesterday. You chose not to eat them. They're broken by the time I got to them. They're still there. I had one this also, morning. Also, you touched every single donut. I touched one donut, and you then I ended up eating it. You touched one donut, and you're like, mm, this one doesn't have cream. <laughs> and then you touch another one, you're like, mm, too salty. No, I only touched mm. one, and then I grabbed too the other salty. one and ate it. <laughs> then I went back and ate the one I touched. You grabbed two. No. Mm, yes, I touched one, nice didn't take spiders. it, grabbed the one I the wanted. The only two left. There's one yeah. left. That you touched. No. Yes. I touched that one. I knew I didn't want that I watched you touch it this morning. It. No, I you ate like, it. You, you walked in the office. You're like, 
Oh. Oh, oh it's bright. And then you walked over to the donuts <laughs> and you you started fingering it and you're just like, well, I'm not not gonna did. finger the donuts, dude. This is, this is how Kib tests a donut. He puts his fingers in like this and then goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spreads it, it out. out. <laughs> it's in the inside. middle of the donut hole. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it's not cream. And then, and then you put your hands on my keyboard, trying to edit for me, and just oh, only with chocolate yeah. cream. Trying to end it for me. Only with chocolate cream. I wouldn't do that with Redsberry. So you may have noticed a lot of videos haven't been happening uh, recently, and there are a ton of reasons for that. First off, uh, we've been working on our film that's coming out, the twenty fourth on Rooster Teeth first. Here's to that, boys. That's tomorrow when this goes up. Oh so yeah, tomorrow. Wow, that's crazy. First, and there will be. You best crazy. believe there will be a link in the description. Best believe that. And then uh, it goes up on YouTube on the 30th. 31st. 31st. Halloween. 31st, and then BTS right. on November 2nd. Yeah. Day, the Day of the, of the Dead. Dead. Cool. And then we have um, a theater screening. Also, before that, our SB7 channel on RT First is going to be launching ideally on Halloween. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. As our, well our as channel. I didn't tell you yet. You probably heard this from the grapevine, but not recently. We're going to be doing a gaming show once a week for Rooster Teeth First. That I'll set up, I'll take care of it. You just have to jump in, both of you and cool. you as well. Whoever wants to I'll play, set it up too. we'll just sit on a yeah. couch all together. Even if it's a two-player game, we'll all just goof around on the couch, play games for 20 minutes. I'll edit that down to a 10-minuter, throw that up on Rooster first, and you got yourselves game content, boy. With the gaming content, though, I didn't want it to just be like any gaming channel, you know. No, it'll be cool. It'll we'll be like it us sitting on a couch. We that's wanted I mean. it to be like sort of vloggy in yeah. a way. Exactly, I've got that in mind for sure. So that's what I was having an issue with thinking about, like the. Is that kind of like what we filmed in the past, where it's like vlog but in like James's in house? The vlog that you're like. Or I don't think we should stray uh, too too far exactly. to to that way. The Friday, that's that's good too, but um, at the same time, it is a Rooster Teeth first, so it's like the gaming community that, of Rooster Teeth that wants to watch it. Yeah. wants to see a gaming video, so they don't want to watch a vlog. So well, like a good hybrid do, would be nice. What we can do is we can have it set up to capture the gameplay. Mm-hmm. As a separate video, and that the entire video can be in in one of the corners. Ooh, and then we can have a walk around camera to go back and forth. No, so any footage that's, that's cool. on us could be done vlog style. Yeah, exactly. And then the, also the gameplay footage will be being recorded and captured, and that will always it can be go on the screen. The screen. Cool. Yeah. It'll, it'll be like a yeah, like smaller. I wanted it just how we shot it at James's house that one time because that was glorious. Only through this. Not only through that because that's obviously we're gonna have to put you the gameplay on the screen. Gameplay. But stuff like yeah, that's so really that's fun. Exactly. Outside of the game, and mm-hmm. then yeah. we'll also have the gameplay. Well, so like subtle. anything that we're saying is like, oh, that's why they're saying that. Cause it's it's going to be fun, actually. Because the game's been off the whole time. I have had such an itch for gaming lately, and I just downloaded a game, Guild Wars 2, and I've been playing it the past couple days. Guild Wars, really? It's so good. It's it's the best MMO I've played in a I long played time. a long time ago. Guild Wars 2. Not Guild Wars 2. It's really good. Like, I've played ESO. I've played a million MMOs. Like, I've downloaded a fucking hundreds of them to see if I liked it and played, like, five hours of each. I know that's not enough, but, like, I should be hooked when I play a game instantly. And this one's been so good, because it's kind of like an RPG, like, playing a... Uh, like a console game, you know what I mean? Like Assassin's Creed or something. It's very linear in the sense of like you're not stuck in an area for too long. Sounds kind of nerdy. It is, but I'm enjoying it. It's giving me my gaming fix that I need. Do you have a name in it? Do you role play <laughs> as a certain character? <laughs> guess, uh, guess what I, I put my name in. It's not Queen I love Sammy Joe. <laughs> How'd you know? What is your name in it? Do you have a hero name? Sugar Pine Kib. I want people to notice me. <laughs> no one has. Queen of Embers. I was like, it'd be cool if there was like a fan that played it. No one does. Is that cool? No. I thought it'd be cool. I like, are you actually Kib? Nah. I, I've been done gaming after that uh, Game Grumps thing at Funhouse. Yeah, you haven't played Overwatch in so long. Wow. No, there's been no time. And yeah, absolutely no time. I'm, I'm very thankful that you haven't been. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> True. That would ruin everything. But, but where's uh, your outlet now? What do you do as your outlet? You haven't had time even for an outlet? Just been, no, uh, my outlet purely creatively is editing the woods. Um, that's been fun. And you've uh, been killing it. You guys both have been killing it. It's and been like, fun to kill it. You're the reason that this film is being completed. Okay, and Autumn, I sit back here. I'm the only one who doesn't know how to edit. Good. And I sit back here wishing I could edit. <laughs> You've edited before, though, right? Mm-hmm. What'd, you, what'd you do? Uh, most short films that I did like throughout college, I edited myself. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I mean, I have like enough of a background that if I had the program and I was given stuff to work yeah. on, I'd be able to like, I would love people to go watch that one we watched yesterday that we Which were laughing one? at. The Dan Johnson one? Or um, oh, no, the crappy interview one? The one that, yeah, that was like a little shit. bit like, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> was so funny because like it was actually funny, but then it was also like you d- you weren't as good now with film and editing as you could be now. You know what I mean? So it was just so funny the way you edited it. Yeah, and technical knowledge aside, I mean, if you have an eye for film, yeah. you're going to be better automatically than yeah, most. Yeah, you can 100%. figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. Definitely. It's so fun to and watch. I, so I want to do it like after the woods, I want to work on like getting the program either i'll share lauren's subscription or autumn and i talked about going half and half on a 
creative like cloud pool. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then or you just I'll, pirate it. So then I'll just be able to work on it. <laughs> Edit my own little uh, slideshows. I haven't used <laughs> the pirate bay in so long. Is it still up? No. It's still up. It's still up. Yeah. Yep. Pirate Bay? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got scared because I actually wanted to. What did I want to download the other day? Um, Blade Runner. I wanted to download Don't Blade download Runner. that at the office. Yeah. No, I wasn't here. I was at. Programs your house. aren't really like <laughs> on the radar. It's more like new stuff that like is still. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was Blade Runner, the movie. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like movies and things like that are on the radar for people. Like people haven't been caught in so long. I always used to use kick ass torrents. Well, I think the issue that I, used to use. That I, no, I wouldn't no. want to do it at the office because well, uh, IP track. Because I don't think really many people get in trouble for that they kind don't. of stuff. Not anymore. But your uh, provider, your service provider, will crack down on you, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a warning, and then after that warning, uh, I think they'll just nix your whole uh, account. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I that's almost actually did that at the old production company I worked at because I downloaded the Revenant at work, and then they were like, "Don't do that, or we'll shut down your internet." That's Did you so get in trouble? Funny. Yeah, they were like, why would you do that? And I was like, I don't know. Because I, I didn't want to pay for it. I was fucking <laughs> bored, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wanted to break the law. I feel like I was living on the edge. I've never seen the best scene to The Revenant, the opening, uh, where, the, where it's a continuous shot because I got to the theater late and I never Dude, watched the it. The Revenant's again. amazing. Yeah. It's I missed amazing. the one scene I needed to see. I saw it twice in theaters with my brother, like back to back. Dude, I, that bear scene is brutal. I watched it the other day. That is same, fucked. Same it's fucked, yeah. Yep. Yep. Johnny Gorbin. Emmanuel Whiskey. I've been trying to get Kib Wait, to watch Children of Men. I thought, um, what is that again? I thought Inurichi did Revenant. Same cinematographer. Oh. Yeah, same DP. Duh. Children of Men is that uh, singular shot in the car that I showed you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want I mean, I'll watch it tonight, actually. I have like time to watch you it. You and Sammy Joe could watch it. She's gone for a couple days, so I'll watch movies when oh, I'm Where is she? She's in Palm Springs, and then I'm going to drive up on Sunday. Cheating. Meet her family. Well, yeah, as you do. With, well, a de- with a desert man. <laughs> his name's Klondark. With the desert man. <laughs> Klondark, the desert man. Klondark, the desert man. He sells man. his homemade pens out of his thing. Just like what? ink pens? <laughs> <laughs> he has a feather with just dipped in ink, and it doesn't, like, you can't write with it. He goes to Burning Man just to read. He hasn't dry. figured it out yet. He's still working on it. He's working on it. He's selling them, though. You know what? What matters is that he gets by. Yeah, he does. He he's doing what he loves. He drinks his own piss, though. That's just purely for his own fun. He goes to Burning Man just to read John Grisham to kids. Um, I tweeted out about the the Woods premiere last night, or the poster, and I was like, story of a, a boy and his dog. Yeah, I saw that. And the then somebody, uh, <laughs> who was it? Oh, it was fucking Couchops Twitter replied and was like, I just want to know if the dog, if there's really a dog and if he gets out okay. And I was like, he actually owns the cabin rental business. And he's like, <laughs> he's doing perfectly. Yeah, fine. I, I was like, I was like, you know, he he, he he's managing. You know, the off season's a bit rough, but he manages. <laughs> <laughs> Such a real conversation. I, I love it. Oh, also, videos haven't been going up recently because of the the car accident. So yeah. that's been an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God you're okay, man. Do you want to talk about Gives what happened? A spook. Yeah. Um, bad driving. Mm-hmm. Very. And tons of ferrets. <laughs> so many ferrets. <laughs> Could almost be a PSA for drive better. It was. Mm-hmm. It's a PSA for yeah. Dr- I mean, because I I drive to uh, clear my mind. Yeah. It's a very relaxing thing. Um, and you have a sports car that goes fast. But I wasn't even going particularly fast. I mean, mm-hmm. I was going above the speed limit, not in a ridiculously unsafe manner, but uh, I hit a curb and then bangerang. I was just... Uh, Eight flips later. Yeah, it was, a, it was a solid couple of flips. Yeah. Tell you right now, we're all just thankful that you're yeah. fucking alive, dude. Holy shit. Dude, it was scary. Um, the scariest part was being upside down mm-hmm. uh, and then unbuckling my seatbelt, my hands... Uh, push up because I have like a the sunroof or the glass roof, so my hands pushed up against that because uh, I was upside down. And then I looked at my hands afterwards, and that was the only scary part about all this was they were uh, very bloody. Yeah. But other than that, I was I was pretty much fine. But then the the actual scariest part was pushing the door to my left, which was completely uh, fucked. I couldn't get out, and so you started feeling this sort of like claustrophobia. And danger. You don't know if your car is going to explode. You said you smelled fumes as well. Yeah, right? there was there was definitely a smell going on. And I was like, that could just be purely shit from my pants from how scared I was. Uh, <laughs> and then I pushed the door out to my right. Um, and that was equally fucked. And I was just yeah. like, ah, here we go. I'm it. This is it. This is my end. Um, but I couldn't imagine a more fitting death than dying in my car. But then I kicked the door. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a quite a hero moment. It was very cool because yeah. I, I kicked it and it opened. I was like, eh. And then I walked out. Oh, yeah. And then, um, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, the tow truck guy and all them, they couldn't believe that uh, they were, the tow truck guy was like, yeah, most people that get in an accident like that, that's mm-hmm. you're either deep into the ICU or you're dead. And I was just like, well, I'm a superhero. So. And that's like 
a combination of luck and Jaguar. Oh yeah, kudos to them. Wow. Yeah, seriously. Like for your, your zone, I got to sit in it when we filmed our last video, Happy Accident, um, for the bit where I'm in the car and I come out like I borrowed the car and everything. And when I sat in it, I was like, this is relatively okay. Like obviously there's fucking glass everywhere and it's fucked, but like very safe. I was shocked. Yeah, I looked at the um, stat sheet of the car and they have a rollover cage in it. Wow, I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah, which is very luckily. Lucky. I was going to say, because it's glass on the top, of the, I thought it was just going to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd think. Uh, the, luckily, the I had the um, thing pushed in. What is it called? Like the cover for the sunroof. The cover for the sunroof, mm. yeah. Which is just simply a piece of fabric. Like, it's like. Yeah. That actually protected a lot of the glass, though. Like, none of the glass from the top really fell through, right? No, not really. Thank God. It was just broken a bunch. But yeah, yeah. it's been sort of fucking me up lately. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I've had um, time to just work on, on the short film and try to edit that and creatively it's had me very fulfilled but the, the vlog has definitely suffered yeah um, we haven't uploaded as much uh we needed time like yeah a week wasn't even enough man like holy shit but it was fun to get back into it that's for you <laughs> <laughs> i should have gotten tests done but i didn't mm -hmm. you know. that was like i mean i still think you're fine but it's one of those things that like damage like that can not appear for like a year or two years so you're still going to get checked yeah once i have um once open enrollment starts in november for health insurance i'm going to mm -hmm. go do that because i've been i've had like two months without health insurance so that's kind of a bummer mm -hmm. but uh me too actually yeah hey dude four months here yeah only but paid for the first two months of my being in the states well we're back on track though at least yeah, yeah. And, and it felt great the ball rolling and yeah get back into it yeah, yeah. the woods is almost done mm -hmm. it's a relief mm -hmm. and that's going to be something like already i'm proud of that yeah. yeah, you know, it's and it's even if it's not like the best short film in the world, we'll have something out there, and it's a it's a start. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, it's a first of many, many, many. Like that's the thing too. We got to keep in mind, even for ourselves, because we're our own worst critics. Like, it's our first film. Oh, I imagine there will none be of worst us critics. have. <laughs> there will be absolutely Roger Ebert. <laughs> there will be, but we're pretty hard on ourselves with this, and it's our first short film. It's our first like real script that we've ever done anything with. So like, it's pretty good. You know what I mean? I really, I'm really proud yeah. of it. I think you guys all did a fucking phenomenal job editing it. I think we all had fun and did a good job. Had a great time. I yeah. Think there are gonna be some things in the film that people are gonna see and be like, oh, 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 no, wow. seriously, seriously, oh, no, dude. I'm excited to be at the screening with everyone and, and feel that reaction, like that type of energy that you feel in a theater. Like, just imagine you watching a movie that like the whole, the whole crowd's into it. Like mm -hmm. I saw Lights Out, that horror movie, and there's one scene in that movie where one of the characters, like you think he's about to die, but he because the monster can't go in light and he's like being held up and his car's there and he boop boop with the lights and that like saves him the whole fucking crowd just starts cheering mm -hmm. and like that type of energy when the whole audience is collectively like into it like it's so crazy and to be the ones who made that movie with them there like when they react to it like that it's going to be an unbelievable feeling i'm really excited to see like what people find funny because even watching like when we did a rough watch down with like the director john mimi and everybody like they were laughing at parts that like I didn't really know were funny until they were laughing, and it made me go, oh, that is funny. Yeah, my so worst fear is people laughing at things that aren't funny. Aren't, like, like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. Yeah. I think the most important thing to do in a film that, in any film, really, is be self-aware with it mm -hmm. because that adds a level of, like, understanding like that the filmmakers and the audience will share in the sense that, like, not taking it too seriously. Yeah, and not even just not taking it seriously, but just knowing what it is. Like, we knew what this movie was going into it. Yeah. We definitely we did have a more serious take on it at first. And I think as we, like, had the footage and we started watching it, we're like, okay, we can, like, take this less serious. In a, in a good way. Not yeah. like, a, oh, yeah. it's just a shitty thing. But, like, That's we don't have to be like, this is the scariest, mm -hmm. most serious film you've mm -hmm. ever seen. Mm -hmm. People had heart attacks in the theater. 96 children ate themselves to life. <laughs> Autumn's had three strokes while editing it, <laughs> but that's babies. just because of the flashing lights. I flash world's at her. best hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first short film you've edited, right? You've edited no, other ones. Yeah, it's not. I edited. Um, I've edited two other ones before, and one was like on this caliber, where it was like a bigger production. Um, but it was a sci-fi. It had a lot of like visual effects and stuff. Did that's you have cool. to do the visual effects? I did most of them. Yeah, but I had I had a little bit of help. Um, like but that lasers and shit. Uh, yeah, we had like laser cannons and like a we had some like stuff. We had the mat track in the background and stuff. It was fun. I did a hologram. It was cool. How does it compare to this one? Are you well, experiencing one, struggle or that one uh, was a different story because it had three months of pre-production and a really big crew and it was like very well thought out. So like when it came to me in the edit, it was really easy to put together mm -hmm. and there was nothing like, oh, if we had had more time, we could have done this or whatever. 
Um, so it was definitely easier. Um, and I was also involved in the conception of it more, so it was easier for me to like get into it. Yeah, because I mean, when it comes down to it, we had three days to shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but <laughs> we had three days to shoot, and then how much time to prep it? It was like a month of prep. Are you of. talking shit? It was really <laughs> fun. Though. You know what was the, I think the most fun as far as like the prep was the excitement and like the rush of like we got to get this all together we got to get, get it together before shooting yeah and yeah then having it was a just time a constraint and a deadline and stuff especially fun. when it's something you're passionate about it it somehow motivates you more forces you to mm-hmm. not be lazy mm-hmm. like you have to like get everything yeah. in order and that's true. I almost, work out. yeah i almost mm-hmm. wish that like because since i am like i was used to films like editing films that have like clearer deadlines and stuff i almost wish because the way you edited it was you went like scene by scene Mm -hmm. which like i immediately didn't even think of doing because i wanted to do it the way that i had like learned how to do it but i think the way you did it is actually better because it's like on this short of a turnaround it's kind of like i don't know it makes more sense it allows you to like analyze it Mm -hmm. i really like doing one scene at a time because I get very passionate about the scene and mm-hmm. I try yeah. to turn it into to my own thing. And Probably feels like you can handle it more too. Like you have a chunk that you can just like yeah. master. Because and transitions aren't particularly hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's cool too because like story-wise too and also like acting performance-wise, like if you look at not only like the project as a whole but each scene as like an arc in a way and as like a complete little sequence, then that's mm-hmm. like really good to like perfect that in its little bubble and then have like the overarching thing connecting them all together mm-hmm. and shit. So like when you do it scene by scene, you're you're in that scene and you're like, okay, this is its thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and I think I was doing it with the mindset of like, okay, I do a pass and then the director looks at it and tells me do this and then I do another pass and the director looks at it and tells me do this. But it's like on this timeline, it's like you don't, you just have to do it, you know. John comes so. in one time. Yeah. It's looking good. Great. <laughs> no, John Post it. Yeah, John, our, no. our director, John Redlaker. Wonderful. Yeah, he's Wonderful. Awesome. He's Amazing. extremely talented. Great to work with. Literally one of the best people to work with on set. Like he's oh, yeah. I loved that being like and like the three of us being actors in it too, not just like on the sides production stuff. Like being actors in it on like twenty hour days to have a director who's pumped like the whole time, so always problem passionate solving, about it. passionate, like he's he's there, like keeping morale up. And John did like an amazing job of that, and it like held the fucking production together for sure. He probably yeah, had the most exhausting job. Oh, absolutely, and he had um, great ideas on because there was no way we were going to be able to shoot every single thing <coughs> the exact way that we wanted it mm-hmm. shot. Um, like there are a couple scenes in particular I'm thinking of that aren't the way they are in the script, mm-hmm. but th- our workaround for it that John was like, coming up with, yeah, the orgy scene was mm-hmm. fucked. Where Steve made me come with only his thoughts. Yeah, oh. just like that. Fuck. But yeah, fuck, no, he fuck, was fuck. he was great at problem solving Green. and like rerouting us to get to us to a point where it's still gonna work and be like quality. Enough with the calm. I learned a lot from that whole experience, <laughs> and I think uh, it's gonna be invaluable to have um, the short film go up and then have the behind the scenes go up a couple days later. Because uh, if you're interested in in film and learning how all of that even happens, then uh, especially the behind the scenes it's there's a lot of information in there that's really valuable now that i think about it too the behind the scenes might actually go up the same day as the film freed said it's just better because when people go up they want to like when you watch he's used for example game of thrones you watch an episode or a couple episodes then you want to know immediately you want to wait and think about it and be True. like oh is it up in two days yeah, right game so it might go up the same has, day like at the end of their episodes will have like the behind the scenes and shit. yeah right that right. would be good yeah it's a good behind the scenes too and if it's it, fun. if if, if what we have planned where our channel on Rooster Teeth first launches on Halloween, we'd be able to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And it's already put together. So, yeah. So that'll be good. Yeah. Kim's been editing the behind the scenes and, uh, um, and I've just been editing the film and it, it's all, it's all really coming together, I think in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm very, still very worried for that live screening though. Yeah. I mean, I think the people that are going to go to the show are so excited for it and such like, hopefully passionate SP7 fans that they're going to enjoy it regardless and they won't be harsh critics of it. They'll just be like excited to be there like with us and watching the film. Because it is an experience. And I think yeah. in total the movie, well, the short comes out to about 22 minutes, I mm-hmm. want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I hope that there's a way we can maybe extend it a little bit longer to 25 minutes. But if we can't, that's that's fine. I think 22 minutes is a good length for a short film. The funny thing about a short film is a short film is anywhere between like five and 60 minutes mm-hmm. like yeah. that's all a short film mm-hmm. so a 22 minute is just long enough to like get a story out there get out characters who you can like empathize with and like relate to and and not it's not just like a quick little scene or something yeah like that. it's long mm-hmm. enough that like you said there's you get to like actually emotionally attach yourself to characters and stuff as well as it's short enough that it keeps everybody's attention right so they're not bored th- yeah. 40 minutes in going like okay yeah. <laughs> 22 minutes is like YouTube yeah. videos are 22 minutes. Yeah. So it's it's a great for our audience too. That Napoleon Dynamite 20. is an hour 36. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah, it's funny. Our longest sure. video, our longest SB7 video was the sleepover one. It was 18 minutes. Oh my that? god. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. I wanted to kill myself when I was editing that. You <laughs> edited too. that one? Yes, dude. Do you remember? Like, because you wanted me to do it in a day, and then I was like, these subtitles are taking me so fucking Something long. Something that takes so long. Holy shit. You probably have it down better, but like, even on my little four or five minute videos, when I was doing subtitles, it was like three hours of work. On Premiere, it's not very easy. It's not. It's and not I user definitely, friendly. Like, I found out a better way of doing it, but like, holy shit, when I was editing that, I was like, I wanted to kill myself. I it feel bad for you guys. Long. I can do uh, 10 minutes of subtitles in about an hour. I know. you. How? Fast. What the fuck do it you do? Well, I have a lot of spelling errors, that is what it comes out to. Instagram. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. I'll never get past that one. That's the funniest. And you'll never get past good. Chance the Rapper. We won't, oh, will we? God, it was an amazing really concert, though. It was a up. fucking amazing concert. Honestly, Imagine if I think we had another day. Concert. Perhaps <laughs> if we had another day to shoot instead of going to a Chance concert, I don't know, maybe the film would have... Uh, uh, I though. think it's going to be great. <laughs> it is going to be <laughs> great. That's just me being up. People are already being mean on the Rooster Teeth subreddit. They saw our poster and they are like, looks bad. Really? Right. <laughs> Somebody was, uh, literally tweeted... Looks bad. <laughs> I, I posted it today, too, and someone said, hey, you guys ever seen the movie Tusk? <laughs> oh, right. It is like, it looks exactly like that. Oh, yeah. That was definitely an inspiration. Yep. I think Tusk has a cool, a cool poster. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's really cool. You know, everything in life is inspiration-based, so fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this the same artist, so we're Tusk, allowed to. So, yeah. Literally. The whole movie is literally a rip-off of, of Tusk. Yeah, now, now, <laughs> that, now that I think about it. Now that he thinks about it. I'd like to move on to a very short segment called Storytime <laughs> with James. <laughs> it's a very short one today because it's just, as we were talking about, what topics to talk about for the podcast i remembered a, a funny story from high school and it's quick it's probably only about 36 minutes um is there conflict and resolution there this is time. a conflict there is no resolution fuck dude well make spoiler. it up well, i'll put it, it this way this the resolution was just like a look <laughs> well uh tell me it okay so this was in high school and uh the high school i went to we had drug dogs that would come there unannounced Same. just the dogs by themselves would come there <laughs> They were homeless. <laughs> Straight. So we had drugs out of the unannounced to, you know, sniff around classrooms, sniff around the cars and shit like that. I think I was a sophomore. And so I was in my biology class and a uh, an officer with his drug dog came to the class and was like, hey, we're going to sniff anything if all the students can come outside so we can sniff all the stuff. And so we're walking out and, and my friend Andrew, who was in the class with me, he on his way past the officer and, and the dog. He asked the officer, is the dog circumcised? <laughs> you and did the, tell me this. And the teacher, like the officer was just the most like, I had never in my life <laughs> would I have ever like heard of that. And the teacher, I remember just being like, Andrew, like <laughs> what even made you think that? Valid, like, qu valid question. Yeah. Andrew, valid question. Officer. <laughs> Answer the boy. <laughs> <laughs> now. But yeah. No, that was it. I love that story though. Oh. <laughs> Officer just goes, oh, and walks oh, away oh. with the dog. Second part of the story, different story. Dog was circumcised. This is I remember because it also had to do with Currently. an officer who who was just dumbfounded by what he'd seen, and it, it involved me though. So this is when I lived in San Francisco, going to school up there, and I was I was on this street, Ocean Ocean Avenue, mm -hmm. Mimi knows Ocean Avenue, and so I was Mimi driving right Ocean near Avenue. where the 101 comes in, where that fire station is. Yeah. yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's a very, it's a terrible street because every street in San Francisco is too small for the amount of traffic that's on it. So there's bumper to bumper traffic because there's a uh, freeway on ramp coming off the freeway. There's also a fire, end, uh, fire, st fire station right there. And so I'm in traffic, like not a single place to go, not an inch to move, right in front of the fire station. And I hear, like the fucking sirens coming on and the fucking fire just like trying to get out and they're like honking at me and shit. And I'm like, I can't like go anywhere, but this is, seems like an emergency. So the only option I had I think. was <laughs> was to drive on the sidewalk to get out of his way for him to go. And but again, there's traffic. I can't just like yeah. off the off the sidewalk. So I had no choice but to turn the corner on the sidewalk with my car, which went into like uh, a big driveway or something. And I turned the corner, and who else is there standing but a police officer? And this is the way he looked no at me. No fucking way. He, he I turned the corner. And I see him, and he looks. At, he looks at me. He goes, "Did you go like the giant um, fire trucks needed <laughs> no, to get I did. by?" Like he looked at me, like he was just like, "What the fuck made you think that was a good idea?" Like just like who, so who on earth would ever think of that? And You're then I, like, I drove next to him, and I rolled the window. I was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Like I was in traffic, the fire engine was coming out, and he was immediately like, 
Oh, that's fine. <laughs> and then he literally helped direct me back into traffic. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> he funny, helped though. jerk me off. He was probably, he was probably <laughs> honestly happy that you did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was it, it, it was funny because it was just like, like he'd never seen anything like that in his whole life. You know what I noticed though? In LA, so many people don't get out of the way. That's for so me. stupid. Yeah, it's so fucking shitty. stupid. Get out of the way. It's two seconds ago. Uh, uh, Someone's life traffic. could be at risk. Yeah. yeah. Someone that was in a rollover. I'm Imagine going somewhere. And if 10 people don't get out of the way, that's like an hour left. <laughs> Tell you, I wish I did not take an ambulance. Yeah. How expensive was that? Haven't gotten the bill yet. I think they come like uh, three, a couple 2000? months later. Yeah, oh, they do. Really I want to say it's only going to be a two thousand, one thousand or two thousand, but it's still fucked. I would be like, I'll walk. Yeah, I should have. I just didn't know that I was like. Well, no, you should. Fine, it's you fucked because even with insurance, ambulance bills are huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like that. I think ambulance, like trips being fucking picked up in an ambulance. It's not like you're choosing that. It's not like you're going into your doctor's office saying, "Hey, I want this exam," or "Hey, I want this surgery." It's like. Uh, that you need to take me to the hospital right now. Like, that should be waived. I would or, like, worked out. Call an Uber. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Would you mind yeah, picking right. me up? Hello, a... today. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he American? Yes, he's an American one. Hello, today. <laughs> Welcome to the Uber. So we actually have, uh, believe it or not, two sponsors for this podcast. Oh, baby. Can you believe that, everybody? The second one oh, yeah, is Quip. Gerald. Nope. Oh. First one, Quip. First Second one, one, Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix, that's stage right. Stage Fix. Nope, Stitch Where we Fix. we fix your stages from your home. God, there we go. So here we go. <laughs> Make any other face. I'm sick of you. Um, if you place an order with Stitch Fix, please do. If you're like a lot of Dude, guys, that actually is legitimately the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sev, I've come to suck your cock right, egg. If you're like a lot of guys, you could probably think of a million things you'd rather be doing than shopping for clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, Kib likes shopping for clothes, but that's about it. Actually, James likes shopping for clothes, too. I, I think I'm the only one who doesn't like shopping for Love clothes, it. actually. So. I twiddle my toes in the dressing room and wait till they tell me you've been in there too long. Besides the parking and the endless crowds and trying to get advice from anybody in the stores or trying to browse online, it's impossible to shop, at least in my opinion. I can never find anything that fits me, at least, and I never find anything that actually looks good on me. That's where Stitch Fix Men comes in. They've reimagined how to find and buy clothes, and you never have to leave the house. It's that easy. All you have to do is go to stitchfix.com and type in the sizes you want, the type of clothing you want, and the price range you're looking for, and they'll hook you up. You'll get a personal wardrobe assistant, mm-hmm, and they'll provide you clothes based on the type of style you want to go with and the price range. Five items are delivered right to your door, and you get to decide what you want to keep and what you want to give back, and you won't be charged for the stuff that you want to give back. Shipping's free both ways, so anything you don't want, just send it back, and exchanges are also free. You can get your fix monthly, quarterly, whenever you feel like it, actually, because Stitch Fix doesn't require a subscription. It's easy, and the shipping is free, so why not give them a try? I promise you'll be hooked. You'll be in stitches with how happy you are with this. Yikes. So get started now at stitchfix.com slash pine. You'll get an extra 25% off for keeping five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash pine to get started today. Link in the description. So next up, we have a very important segment uh, called Life Advice with Alfredo. He's been really wanting to chime in recently. He hasn't gotten a lot of screen time, so he figured what better place to start than He's the been rude. podcast. He has been very rude lately. It's been rude. Been stealing well. my lunches as well, and I'm still looking for them. You don't bring lunches because well, he's been stealing them. He's been stealing yeah, right, right, right. He's been yeah, you walked right them. into that one. He's yep. actually been paying way less attention to me lately, and I don't like it. Why is that? That's hurting my feelings. He did say he was on Tinder, and I did match with him. Well... Why are you on Tinder? You have a girlfriend. To find new friends. And Alfredo and I haven't been that close in the office, so I thought, hey, if I can find him on Tinder, I can be friends with him. You literally used an app that only matched you with people that look like you. Because I want to be friends with the best-looking people. But it only matched you with Palestinians. French lesbians. Actually, they were Indians. Oh. Thank you. And they were all so nice, and I've gotten coffee with thrice of them. That's because only Indians use that service because it's called... I love you, Maria. Sounded Hispanic. It wasn't supposed to. That's okay, Mimi. It's cool. okay. All right, do we have uh, questions? Yeah, Autumn, you can go ahead and read them, and then All I right. guess, Alfredo, you can walk over now, buddy. Where is he? Oh, there he is. Okay. All right, cool. Okay, Alfredo. <coughs> what, why does it hurt so bad to sit down, dude? So many times I've wished for you to be great. But you've only given me so little in the hope in the scheme of our life. And I'm sorry for your existence. Oh my God. But I don't have a word. Is that like hemorrhoids? I 
I've got the wood. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay, Alfredo. The first question yeah, is. Stop tickling me. Guys, pay attention. First question is from Adam D. And it says, Alfredo, we're trying to get my grandma into an assisted living home, but none of them will take her. We think it's because over time she lost all her fingernails. What should we do? She's becoming a hassle at home whenever we have to put cream on her finger wounds. You say she's becoming a hassle. I think that that is a very nice quality in a man is to be no fingers, no nails. All of your hair is tied up in a wand. Uh, so if you ask me, I think you keep her around as long as you can because when she's gone, you're going to wish that the, the running competitions you had with her in the backyard were still around, but in reality, you... <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, you'll never be able to do, 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 do them again. Are you okay? I just choked up when I think of old stuff. <laughs> Any old thing at all? Oh Next question! All right, Alfredo, relax. Sorry. Jesus. Okay, the second question is from Sophia D. It says, Alfredo, what is your beauty slash skincare routine? I'm interested to hear this too. Beauty skin cream. <laughs> Piles of Dover. Cliffs of Dover. Favorite band. Marty and the Wit Jets. And I also like the side angle. View of my face inside of a mother. A mother's womb is my warmest home. I've crawled a lot. Like Beauty t tips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good beauty tips, man. <laughs> My favorite man. <laughs> well, your skin is glowing today, so uh, nice to know. Okay, this is from Alejandro. It says, hello, Alfredo. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm kind of a douchebag. What can I do? First things first, don't ever talk to me like that again, little girl. I'm Not sorry. you. The one who is wishing for you to be him... Y never mind, you're stupid. Yeah, a little bit. So, what was his name? Magiman? Alejandro. Magiman, this is what they <coughs> say to you. If you're a douchebag, simply take the bag, rip it open as hard as you can, and release your wounds to the world. And if they, if they don't accept you, then all you have to do is pick up a rake. You pick up the rake as hard as you can, you put it down quickly! Wow, that was actually very good advice. Yes. Yeah. Just open like up to the world? Yeah. Holy shit. No, it was about the rake, idiot! Do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this is from Cassidy. It says, hi. Oh. Okay. Hi, Alfredo. Please help me. My roommate brought home a haunted doll from an alleyway, and now I don't know what to do. She's trying to kill all of my roommates, and we don't know how to defeat her. Can you come help us? Mm. Pondering a second. Mm -hmm. Haunted dog, you say? It's a doll. Haunted dog? Hmm. Polyamorous. That's my first thought. Second thought. I'm christening the bed tonight. Where could you have to join me? <laughs> 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 okay, Autumn. Anyway, on to the real issue. It's <laughs> 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 fucking impossible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is really funny. Yeah, this is really funny. Thank you. dog. Step one. Pour out a bottle of wine in case so you'll get too pasty. Mm -hmm. Second top. <laughs> Second topic, let's talk about the, new, the news coming out of Jerusalem. Because they had an <laughs> exact incident like this previously. Jerusalem dealt with it very difficultly in such a way that I find very cool. One, they, let me talk about the first topic. One, one, the topic in Jerusalem was what got me okay. thinking about this. One, the topic uh, all right i don't think we're talking about this anymore the hunted dog will not go away understand understand the hunted dog will not go away understand dog no no, no alfredo it's okay the it's hunted all right, dude. It's the okay. hunted dog it's okay dude just chill the fuck out your proboscis is getting wider yeah but not wow steve ticklin That's a weird thing to say. All right. Uh, no. Yeah, let's try not to have that happen again. That went really off the rails. Yeah. Uh, okay. This this one says, hey, Alfredo, big fan here. My question is, how do you deal with the rest of Sugar Pine 7 not being able to comprehend your level of intelligence sometimes? Also, are you offended that you weren't invited to the streamies? That's from Taylor C. Well, Tasty Bee. <laughs> well, Tasty Beast. I was very offended by the not giving me streamers for my birthday. <clears throat> 
But what they was really offended about was the fact that all they got me were cantaloupes. Mm. They threw cantaloupes at me, not sugar pine no. seven. I'm talking about the children from the farm. Alfredo, not street, not your birthday. The streamies, the award show we went to that you didn't get to go to. Oh, <laughs> oh, that one. Of course, I'm stupid. Well, the 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 were you offended by it? Yes. Well, I just was worried that people wouldn't take kindly to your appearance, I guess. It's the appearance mostly, Alfredo. You yeah. never have had faith in me. That's why you keep me behind the camera. I, but I, I know that I'm the best Academy Award non-degradated uh, uh, cinematographer. Sure. But, the, the, but the, the thing that the pisses me off is you don't understand it. My looks on my country... It makes me, I'm one of the best looking animal uh, wranglers in my whole country. And you don't, you don't even let me wrangle. Of course, but the fact that you look like three men jerking off a midget stacked on top of each other until I'm crying, it's frightening and, and arousing for most. But if you don't show them now, they'll get too uh, afraid to be see me for me for to be seeing me okay, later. Okay, easy, buddy. Easy, buddy. Yeah, You're hurting yourself. Easy. You're hurting yourself. Yeah. You're hurting your brain. But as far as my intelligence, I think that... It is it is a it is a language barrier because I don't speak English. I speak Tricantrian. I thought you speak uh, Scoville. Scoville, Scoville in Scoville units only. No, that's what they piss. Oh, oh okay. Yes. But I'll uh, put it this way: you guys need to step the fuck up and get on my level. Hey, watch it, bitch. Oh. I'm so tickle. sorry. Here's a tickle. tickle. There you go. Okay, we're okay. back. Yeah. Now. Please All right. Me there are no more questions. There's one more. Great. Uh, hey. Yummy. <laughs> this is from Evan L. It says, hey, Alfredo. In a few weeks, my parents' girlfriend's coming over, and they want me to cook dinner for them all. The only issue is that I don't have any grasp on the culinary arts. If you have any cooking tips for me, that would make me a happy boy. Thanks. Favorite recipe. Get a dollop of butter. Mm -hmm. Get two dollops of seaweed. Get three dollops of sea green. And get creatine, and get party favors, and then get them, get Mark to come over, and you're fine. You're fine. So okay, but then I have another recipe called bristled crick. It's where I get the the small of the back of a cripple, and I open him up, and I take out his kidney until he's broken, until he's crying, until he's broken, and then I push it. I push him off of a at the edge of a of a cliff, just like they do in Ozark, and then I I open him up. You're very off-putting. All Why right. Open up it twice. It. He's already open, dude. Double open, double burger. All right, Alfredo, go ahead and go back into the closet, please. Please, God. <laughs> Touch my lunch again, and I'll fucking kill you. Understand? I'm all the way over here, though. Understand? <laughs> okay. Weird bitch. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Six, so I'm looking forward to that bitch. next week. Is he going to be at the premiere? No. no, no, no Thank no, no, no. God, dude. Dude, he originally wanted to direct this. <laughs> I know. I was for yeah. it. I was for it. He's a creative mind. He is. I think he wanted a producer credit on this. He did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's a producer of, 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 of horrors and nightmares. Absolutely, he is. Only. Yeah. Unrelated. Totally. To the movie, though. So, that's so give him the credit. Credit credits due. You know, he, he did one of those things where, like, you know when, when a friend is left out, and then, then they come to you later on with an idea, and they're like, well, in his case, he was like, I don't even know if I could do it, like an Alfredo impression. He was like, no, I can't even get it. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But no, he was, was close. like, yeah. he was, was like, oh. Sorry, I'm trying to do an Alfredo impression now. <laughs> I think that was about as close as I'm going to get. Was mine any good? Was that pretty good? Yeah, oh, I can see Anyways, just your infected molars. Came to me with this idea. Uh, <laughs> it was more of a business idea, and I was like, "What does that have to do with film?" And he's like, "We film it." And then, honestly, what? I stopped listening because I was I was busy. Yeah, so yeah. It's usually the case. I can't listen to the guy talk. Honestly, he's just <laughs> so like I don't know. His thoughts are like getting more erratic. They are. Yeah. He's actually gotten more coherent though. He used to be just completely like you. He, nothing he said had any point at all. Is it me or does it sound like like his voice changes sometimes? Well, I think does. him he being like, he here is like the monster from Spirited Away, where like it goes into the bathhouse and then it gets like insane. Like he's getting bigger and stronger. What do you think he does when he leaves the office? Actually, does he still live with Jordan? No, he's been living at this ice skating rink down in Detroit. Does he have a coat? Does he have a coat? Because yeah. I've never seen him bring a coat to work. 
No, he doesn't need it when he's in L.A. He, of course, uses it when he's in Detroit because it's colder, especially during the winter seasons. How does he fit a coat over his uh, fourth lumps? Oh, he has them custom designed from a lady down in mm, Phoenix, Phoenix, Oregon. Phoenix, yeah. yeah. Phoenix, do, Oregon. Do you know her? Yeah, actually. No, that's how I got, like, that's how I got Why the job. I'm talking to Fareed. I'm telling him to shut the fuck up. Oh. Nice. Sorry, dude. Just kidding. I haven't seen enough of Fareed lately. Do we have another topic? Yeah. We, we can talk about the Logan Paul situation. Fan art. Well, fan art just goes up. We don't talk about it. We just g- we can briefly mention it. Yeah, the uh, Logan Paul situation. <laughs> so if you've noticed, there's a little bit of fan art um, <coughs> playing in the video. So thank you to the editor for doing that. I believe it's going to be Jamie editing this. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to submit fan art, uh, what is the email, Mimi? SP7. SP7 fanart at gmail.com. Hell you, yeah, That was archery for all at archeryforall.com. Nope. Dot art. Dot tube. But we're uh, we're taking in all art, and we're putting it in the podcast. So sorry for not having it last week. Hey, you guys want to know something cool? Not cool, but aggravating potentially for anyone here, or not at all. What? No, sure. So oh, a I just found out today that Logan Paul. Oh, um, my God. It's a Logan Paul story. But Logan Paul, poor guy, man. So he found out that his he was not allowed to have a dog. This don't quote me on this because there could be missing pieces here of information. But then, are you sure you want to? That's say perfect. It? Absolutely, I do. Logan Paul found out that he couldn't have his dog in his apartment or something like that, so he got his dog registered as a what do they call a service dog? Although he doesn't need a service dog, like a registered service wow. dog to keep the dog in the apartment. To keep the dog in okay. the apartment. Where's the bad part? That's just like disrespectful as hell because there's so many people that are offended who actually need service dogs what how does that affect them though because it's already hard enough for them to like explain it's just like disrespectful it's like what i don't understand is why he didn't just get the dog registered as an emotional support dog he could have well he made a video like oh Oh, he made a video about it too. yeah that's what i mean so it was like he got away with it how do we know he actually did that he has the certificate oh he does yeah my whole thing Could is that I, I got Vinny registered as an emotional support dog. Same. But that's it, it's a lot easier to do, and it does help with like housing, things like that, like mm-hmm. certain pet deposits and yeah. like, um, places that say you can't have like, oh, they have small dogs and it's a big dog or something. But I did that because I genuinely have uh, psychological issues um, that I want. I just literally love Vinny so much. And I'm oh, like, I got uh, – because you showed me the pet registration for that. I got mine registered, both of the dogs registered purely – as an emotional support dog, purely because I don't feel like paying a bigger pet deposit. Oh, we're farting though. Yeah, but um, but that's okay. Like that's like, does it totally really different. does it really affect people though? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Does it truly? Wait, Mimi, you want to explain how yeah, it affects people? Because uh, I'm failing wanna, to grasp that. Do you want to not sit in my spot though? Because I just farted. Do and you want to? Bad. Well, we. I want you. Bad. Okay. That was a bad fart. The problem with people faking. The problem with people faking service animals is that people who don't actually have trained service animals and they. That's I'm sorry, I'm not. You're a voice actress. Oh, I, my, uh, By the way, Mimi is a voice actress, uh, a very professional voice actress. She's the voice of Hallmark, and also the voice of Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that she did Hallmark commercials. And yeah. Mr. Krabs. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, so when you have a, an animal posing as a service animal and it shits in a store or pisses in a store, it makes the people in the store really skeptical of anybody bringing in a service dog and I have a friend who has one for a very legitimate reason who has had so many issues with people saying you can't have that dog in here that's not a real dog show me your paperwork and it just makes it really hard for people who actually really need them to bring them in without getting a ton of shit and on planes and stuff like that so faking that is also there's a huge fine for that too so don't do it because it makes you an asshole did you hear that Logan? Logan, that makes you an asshole, buddy. I think he's PSA. fine. I think he's a good dude. Well, I mean, his brother, on the other hand, signed a multi-million dollar uh, deal with Atlanta Records. So wait, which what? one? Business is keeping on, keeping on. And he's got—he uh, took over PewDiePie's YouTube Red Show. You know how PewDiePie had scare PewDiePie? Did you hear about that? Oh, that he's. And then he backed out of because scare Jake Paul. There's—it's basically the same thing. It's like some different title, but it's gonna be the exact same show. It's just funny because he like took over PewDiePie's whole. Well, he does really spiel. good horror <coughs> game uh, gameplays. Logan Paul does, so yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Logan, Logan Paul, Paul. I used J- to watch J- his Jogan Paul, sorry. <laughs> Drake Paul. I knew we couldn't get through an entire series on YouTube without mentioning uh, Jake Paul or the Paul brothers, the brothers Paul. The brothers which, Paul. One's, <laughs> which one's which? Which one has like the bigger face? Logan is the one. Logan. With, Good question. Logan is the one with patches of green, and then Jake is the one that doesn't have eyes. You know, the only thing that's truly pissed me off about Jake Paul is how he acted at this Lamborghini dealership. Um, very stuck up, uh, but 
what pisses me off more is that he was going to get the Uricon Porfumante. Ah! Do you think he's actually like a car connoisseur, or do you think he just like Googled what's the coolest car? I, I don't know, and that's what <laughs> frustrates me even more, because the Porfumante is actually, I think, Lamborghini's best model they've ever made. Oh. It's a tra- Well, I mean, there were, there were a lot of issues. Sorry, I'm talking about cars again. Uh, I like cars. There dude. were a lot of issues with it, because they, uh, it has a terrible... Um, people think of it in such a terrible way now, because they may have faked their um, Nuremberg, I think it's a Nuremberg, uh, yeah. track record really? for it. Yeah. Wow. Because it got, I want to say, 10 seconds, something above the 918 Spider. Uh-huh. Really? Um, but they were accusing they were accusing of Lamborghini of using uh, aftermarket tires for uh, it. So that could be why. But it's supposedly such tires. an amazing... I watched this guy, <laughs> Salamandran, um, and he was talking about how it's just a, the best driver's car he's ever yeah, the experienced. Salamander Man. The Salamander Man, yeah. Salamander so Jones. Not faster than the 720S. But better driving car. How about that Lexus LC500, baby? Yeah. Why is that your dream car? It's not my dream car. It's more like the it's probably very comfortable. The middle ground, like, ooh, if I made a good amount of money someday, I'd get that. All I know is There's I'm getting a Fiat cars. next. I know. And or just a it. car that has a good crash test rating. <laughs> yeah, true. Which, luckily, you Charger had. Hellcat. Man, uh, if I tell you anything about fast cars, just... You know what's funny? I can actually say after the accident. Or uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I always use that as like a same. I've been saying that for years. Like yeah. it's uh, well, yeah. since the accident. I uh, and now it's Different. way too real to do. Yeah, truly. <laughs> do it, and I'll be doing it. Oh, I'll be doing it too. I won't be doing it. I'm gonna be doing it. I know you will. Well, I might not be actually. Depending it's on a good if you coping mechanism. Are you doing it? And that has been if you do it. The podcast is that the end of it? I don't know. Do we have anything more to talk about? Well, how much time? Oh um, we probably have enough footage. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good podcast. Well, on that note, it's unfortunate that we ended on a Paul uh, thing, but on that's pa- okay. On the Brothers Paul. The Brothers Paul, yeah. <laughs> but uh, once again, I want to thank Quip and Stitch Fix for sponsoring this podcast. Podcast, You are uh, keeping my uh, financial situation afloat, and I want to thank everybody who, who goes and watches these videos and is going to go to the premiere and is gonna, who just helps us out with uh, even just watching the video, honestly. I want to thank everybody that yeah. watches the video, mm-hmm. and I also want to deeply thank people who, who do go to the sponsorship link in the description, who do uh, try out the services and who, who also um, purchase merch and all that, because you guys uh, give us hope that there is a brighter future. Can we get 100,000 likes on this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you guys. Especially with the demonetization. Truly. That's yeah. been fucked. Every, Every single video. fucking oh video is demonetized. I wonder fucking why. So that means Fuck, so dude. generally 24 to 48 hours after we post is when it gets remonetized, which means the monetization is $0 on every video we've posted. Maybe 20 bucks now probably per video because all the, the majority of the views and money that comes from the videos is now just gone. Yeah. Because it comes in within the first 24 to 48 hours. And I've never been like one to complain on social media about uh, like a financial situation no, or annoying. a YouTube issue. Yeah. But I think Casey Neistat's doing enough of that for all of us. <laughs> yeah, he did good well, though. He talked about the demonetized thing, and yeah. like, he talked about it really well. Like, YouTube's the boss, and then, like YouTubers are the workers, and there's no communication, but they're getting paid 80% less. It's like your boss not telling you why or when or if it's ever going to come back, why it's gone. You yep. know what I mean? So hopefully they figure that out. If I know anything about the YouTube situation, uh, money lost will never come back. So Truly. I wouldn't expect that. I never get too hopeful. But on that light note, thank you guys for watching the podcast. This was Episode 11. I'm Steven Suptic. James. Kib. I'm Autumn. Suck a dick. iTunes link in the description below. Check out all the other links. And we'll see you next week. Or whenever we upload a video again. Bye-bye. Today's payday. I got to talk to you guys about. What? What's wrong? None. Sorry, cool. guys. Zero. I don't know. Talk, I, got, I got a business with a nun. I got to pee so bad into a, any soul? drug. Yes. Cool. I need the jug. Sorry. Can you turn the lights off, Kib? Yeah.